Lotus FM News with Sureshin Pillay. Three o'clock in the afternoon, Parliament's ad hoc committee dealing with Police Minister Natin Schleko's report on the Nkandla security upgrades will pay a site visit to President Jacob Zuma's private residence in northern KwaZulu-Natal next month. It will be a day after Nshleko has appeared before the committee to present his report. Committee Chairperson Cedric Frolik. The Minister of Police will present his report as per the programme on the 21st of July to the committee and we will deliberate on that report. According to the current programme, we will be travelling then to the private residence of the President Nkandla on the 22nd of July and thereafter we will deliberate on it. The purpose of it is, is that a lot of members on this committee have been talking about the expenses at the private residence of the President but never had an opportunity to go there personally and evaluate everything that is being presented to us. So it's in fact to go and see it's a fact-finding mission to see what has been done and also what is being proposed on what must be done further. Should energy regulator NASA grant ESCOM its requested additional electricity hike, it will be another nail in the coffin of already struggling businesses. That's according to the CEO of the Durban Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Dumile Trele. The Chamber is engaging business on finding workable solutions to the current electricity crisis. Trele says business is already under pressure in the current difficult economic period. She says it will be welcomed if the requested additional hike is deferred to next year and kept as low as possible. Business is really hoping that um, NUSA will not um, grant um, ESCOM the additional um, tariff hikes that they've um, requested because um, truly speaking, if you imagine that we are experiencing a lot of strain from electricity, we now are experiencing strain from our water, which we are in KZN experiencing a drought. They are just an, a myriad of um, economic externalities that business is having to deal with. Biodiversity planners from across the country have gathered at Salt Rock, north of Durban, for the 12th Annual National Biodiversity Planning Forum. The delegates are from municipal, provincial and national government, as well as sandparks, research, research institutes and consultancy firms. The planners will be sharing knowledge and look at ways to protect freshwater, clean air, plants and soil for sustainable use. The conference has been organised by the South African National Biodiversity Institute, Sanbi, whose mandate is to ensure the protection of biodiversity in the country. Sanbi runs 10 national botanical gardens across the country. And finally, Kurdish fighters in northern Syria are advancing on a strategically important town held by Islamic State a day after capturing a nearby military base. Members of the Popular Protection Units and Allied Rebels took the base, known as Brigade 93, last night. The Popular Protection Units also took a key town on the border with Turkey from IS last week. The BBC's Sebastian Asha has more. The Kurdish militia in Syria has kept up its momentum since capturing Tel Abyad after facing surprisingly little resistance from IS in defence of what had been one of the jihadists' key supply routes. The Kurds are not fighting alone. There are other rebels from what's left of the three Syrian army, as well as intense airstrikes from a US-led coalition. They're now just 50 kilometres from Raqqa, the IS stronghold in Syria. Between them lies one sizable town, Ain Issa, which is the next target of the Kurdish campaign to reinforce and expand its territory in the north of the country. Top story at three o'clock, Parliament's ad hoc committee dealing with Police Minister Natin Schleko's report on the Nkandla's upgrades will pay a site visit to President Jacob Zuma's residence in northern KwaZulu-Natal next month. I'm Sureshin Pele. Back at four.